2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now,
1: Kramer and Jess, mornings on Mix 106.5. Yo,
3: what's up everybody, how we doing? Uh, Thursday. Thursday. That's good. Good morning. <laughs> I'm trying to be enthusiastic this morning. That's good, right? Four-day weeks, I don't care what anybody says. I, this is why I dread three-day weekends, because those next four days are going to seem like an eternity. Has it been a long week for you, too?
0: Not a long week. I just could not. I didn't get good sleep last night, and I could not get out of bed. It was like one of those yeah. mornings to where like my eyes were just so heavy, <laughs> to where I I sat there, and I was like, can I do this? I don't know if I can do this. I had one of those mornings yeah, today.
3: Questioned everything. Or I think
0: like I just like my body just felt so heavy, like I was just so so tired yeah. that I could barely get myself out of bed. It's
3: like there's no possible way this body's going to be able to remove itself from no. this slumber. No, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel it. Well, we got one more sleep, y'all. That's the good news. Let's do a little chant here on third. And this is we got to really we got to we got to pull it together. No, we have to.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's for the people, Jessica. Not me. They need this.
0: My well, one more sleep is going to be like one. It's okay. More. It's all right. Sleep. I think as
3: long as it is presented. Uh, Then that's fine. And uh, we just do this little chant on Thursdays because we consider today to be the hardest day of the week. Because honestly, like, you've already been working your butts either, you know, three or four days already this week. And then. Thursday, there's just nothing exciting about Thursday, right? So like, you just got to get through today. If you can get through today, don't go to sleep one more time. Tomorrow's Friday, boom, easy. Yeah. It's easy, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. uh, we're doing a little chant, the best of our ability this morning. It just goes one more sleep three times, then we cheer. Ready? One, one more sleep. sleep. One more sleep. sleep. <laughs> one more sleep. Yay! Yay. <laughs> when does it wear off for stone? You think, uh, never. No, it does. No, it does. No way. This six o'clock, guys, will wear off on you, everyone eventually. I don't care what. Like, Listen, I love this job. Wait.
0: I, I freaking oh, oh, love oh, wait. this job. Are you not used to waking up early? Is this like the first no. early, early?
3: Oh,
4: I am a night person. Oh, My uh, DNA. Yeah. Oh, no. man, I have to adapt. How, yeah. how
0: are you doing so far?
4: Doing okay. I think I'm getting better and better with going to sleep earlier
3: and earlier. Yeah. I went to bed like 8 last night.
0: Okay. First time
3: that's happened in a while. That's better. Honestly, be honest with us this morning. Is anybody excited? Because there are some people that I feel like, I'm I'm not, I'm not excited ever about being awake at 6 o'clock in the morning for any reason whatsoever. There's never been one second in my life where I've been like, I'm so glad this show starts at (laughs) 6.
0: Okay. You know what? Um, And personally, it never gets easier. The only time I have no problem waking up extremely early is when I'm at Disneyland for some for some reason when i'm at disneyland and i want to get there like before the park even opens its doors i have the most energy on this Planet, That's what a child says. I, like, Jessica. I wake <laughs> up. My hair, my hair is done. My makeup is done. My outfit is like fitting, and I, I'm like wide. I am, I am like Katy Perry, wide awake for <laughs> Disneyland or Disney World. But for anything else, no, I don't have it in me.
3: Just so you know, we do it for you, man. This would be so boring if you weren't here. So thanks for being a part of it. You literally got one more sleep, y'all. One more sleep, and tomorrow's going to be Friday, and everyone's spirits are going to be lifted. Even if you work on the weekends, it doesn't matter. Friday has a different vibe than Thursday. Thursday's boo-boo, right? Like, who likes Thursday? This is anyone's favorite day of the week?
0: I don't know. If you're in college, you like Thursday. That's true. Thursday you know is I mean? always fun. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's a good point. Shout out really quick to the Hippodrome. The reason I'm so tired today is I went to go see Peter Pan showing Aww, over there. Oh, cute. Did you see that they're, they're debuting? Actually, the, the yes. national tour... Debuted here in the city last night, so it's going to be touring all over the country. But Baltimore is the very first stop, very first home for it. So, we've
0: been getting a lot of
3: those. Yeah, it's been cool. It's been a cool time. Being the
0: first for the nationals
3: for theater kids, man. So, uh, it's a great show, I think, especially for the little ones. Like, if you got little kids introduced, there were so many, like, just to see the little kids dressed up as like Peter Pan last night and everything. Love it. It's running this week at the Hippodrome looking for something fun to do. Now,
1: Now, 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 these are the Three trending stories in the city.
3: The Baltimore Top 3, three. with Jess. Oh.
4: Number
0: three. Happy Black History Month for the month of February. We've been taking a moment each day to honor black Americans and the accomplishments that are too often forgotten. And today we acknowledge the late Mary Jeanette Wilson. She was the first African-American senior zookeeper at the Maryland Zoo in Baltimore. Wilson began working at the then Baltimore Zoo in 1961. And she specialized with mammals, cats, elephants, and gorillas specifically. And she retired in 1999. She is survived by her daughter, Sharon Wilson Jackson, who was the first African American female senior zookeeper at the Henry Dory Zoo in Aquarium in Omaha, Nebraska. It's like in the family. How special is that.
3: I wonder how that feels like in that moment. You know, like do they, do these like women realize how influential it was at the time to do that? Obviously as we're reporting would, it now it sounds so, so big. And I hope that like they had that same type of excitement and like notoriety that they had then that we have now, you know, that's how, just, it's cool.
0: Number two, a Maryland woman discovered a forgotten Powerball ticket in her wallet from a September 27th drawing. And it turned out to be worth $1 million. <laughs> oh the woman who lives in Worcester County bought the ticket at a convenience store in Snow Hill back when the Powerball jackpot was at $835 million, But she forgot about it after not winning the big prize. So she found the ticket, didn't expect much, just kind of wanted to see if it was a winner. She and her husband scanned it at the retailer, and the store clerk confirmed that they had just won a million dollars. The couple plans to use the money to pay off their mortgage and donate to an animal rescue.
3: Like, that is such a cool story. Here's the problem. So cool. With the lottery system here in Maryland is... What? That... We can't, they never, you don't have to give your name here, so Heck we yeah. never know who these people are, which is good for them, terrible for us.
0: Why do we need their name? I would
3: love to talk to these people. Can you imagine finding a lottery ticket? Or even like being the clerk at the store and just, just somebody cash, hey, I just happened to find this. Because they get, they get up paid gas. out too. They they, do, they get a bonus too, right? Yeah. I would just love to hear that story from the horse's mouth, just how okay. that feels to like wake up just be like, oh, this, this old piece of trash ticket, like, might as well check it. Maybe if you million. are that
0: person ever, 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 can you please <laughs> call us? We will put you on the voice disguiser, and we will not ask for your personal information.
3: Just want to hear the story. Number one.
0: After nearly two decades of marriage, Kevin Costner's divorce from his ex-wife, Christine Baumgartner has been finalized nine months after she filed for divorce. In the first months after their split, Costner and Baumgartner fought in court over child custody and support payments, Uh, but they finally were able to reach a settlement agreement back in September. The two will have joint custody of their sons, ages 16 and 15, and daughter, age 13. The judge ordered Costner to pay about $63,000 per month in child support, after she had originally wanted about $175,000 per month.
3: Can I tell you, there's something that's so sad, yet so gratifying about a divorce finally being done.
0: Yo, I'll say this one. When I saw this headline, even I took a deep breath out for the both of them because that was messy. That was messy in the media for a minute.
3: It's a weird feeling. You know, I got divorced about six years ago and it's just such a weird process. But then like the second that it's over... I can't even really describe... I, I, and it probably depends on what side you're on and how you're feeling about it. But it's just such a weird closure of a chapter. I
0: mean, yeah, now you can finally move forward. But you
3: can finally just say, okay, it's done. Like that that craziness that was that, you know, for them, two years. For me, it was about a year. Like it's just okay, we can move on. Cool. I'm
0: just happy for their kids, man. Yeah, for sure. This is Jess and that's your top three.
3: Imagine this for one second. You're driving to work. It's early in the morning. You look over. Maybe you're on the 95 or I don't know, 695 or something. You look over and all of a sudden you see a horse running down the road next to you. Like, what? like how, what would you even do in that situation? It, it wouldn't be typically something that would happen here in Maryland, but where would it happen, Jessica? Pennsylvania. <laughs> I was so happy to see this story. You know there's nothing that brings me joy than seeing another cuckoo headline
2: out of PA.
0: Okay, first of all, PA... So cray-cray is always said with love. We love our neighbors in PA. Um, it's just a little... It's weird. A little different. We
3: don't get stories like this here.
0: Okay, but before we get into this, was this in an area where you wouldn't see a horse? Because I've definitely been in areas driving a car Jessica, and like seeing somebody on a horse.
3: be on the beltway and imagine a horse running down the road. It wouldn't make any sense.
0: Okay. what? And there was like no reason for them to be there?
3: I'll tell you the story. So this, yeah, this, we give Pennsylvania their own segment called PA So Cray-Cray because cray, the weirdest news stories come out of Pennsylvania. So this is literally on Tuesday. There was a woman driving to work, and all of a sudden she looked. She was on the ninety-five yeah. in Philly. She just had. And now, just imagine the Beltway ninety, whatever. Like a big highway yeah. here. Like imagine that you're just like you're kind of blurry-eyed this time of day. Anyway, you're sleepy. Maybe listen to the radio, whatever. And you look to your left. And all of a sudden, you see a giant-ass horse galloping down the road.
0: That's scary.
3: I sent you a video of it. Uh, and we'll put this, by the way, at Kramer and Jess. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you should. There's always fun stuff to see like this on there about, the, you know, the horse in Philly that just gallops down the road for no reason whatsoever. So, at first, they had no idea. So, they <laughs> called the police and it's like, hey, there's a horse galloping down the street. The story's developed over the last couple of days. What happened was there was like this... I guess, farm for kids, in a sense, and they bring kids in to teach them how to, like, take care of horses and things like that. Oh, that's cool. This horse, though, ran about six miles before it was finally captured to take back to. Oh, it
0: ran away. Now, here's,
3: here's the part I don't know of the story is I don't know how they finally figured out whose horse it was, or I guess probably like they turn on the news like hey there's a horse galloping down the 95 is there yeah. anybody to come like take care of their horse you
0: can't see this video by the way it's not downloading oh. like,
3: nice wi-fi uh yeah sorry <laughs> nice nice we'll put it at, we'll put it at kramer and jesse you can go see it but uh but they finally talked to the guy at the stable to yeah. try to get an idea of like what happened to this whole situation
0: we just go pick them up and bring them down here on the weekends they learn about the horses um they learn how to ride them things of that nature we don't know what happened so at the end of the day
2: we got the horse back as for the horse itself we're told it is safe happy and healthy we're also told that the kids from the riding club are thinking about naming the horse i-95
0: <gasps> this is t- he is like in the middle of the freeway
3: literally just oh like- <laughs> no and like just galloping like beautifully too beautiful gallop no. right? The man says, I don't know how the horse got out. We're not quite sure. I think maybe somebody could have, like, actually let the horse out. They're going to put some cameras up to try to figure oh, out if wow. somebody's sneaking on and doing it. It doesn't happen in Maryland. But if you go just minutes north, it will. And that's why we had give them their very own segment. This is called PA. So cray-cray. That video at Kramer and Jess on Instagram. It's Kramer with a K and Jess. Pop quiz. What was Disney's... First animated hit series.
0: Oh man, mm-hmm.
3: series. Mm-hmm. Talking like you'd watch it on TV, not movie. Jess is a Disney adult, and any any, any of us but should I be say able- the
0: first animated film. No, nope.
3: Snow White. Nope. First animated hit series. series.
0: Like wait, like on what? Like Disney <laughs> Channel. It was.
3: Pro- I'm assuming it was on the Disney Channel. Yes, and I'll give you a year. 1985 was when Disney Channel first had its hit series. Start putting your guesses together. Does Mickey
0: Mouse Clubs count as that? Not animated. Oh, animated. Looking for
3: animated. I'm going to play this for you in a second. You're going to be like,
0: oh, I kind of forgot
3: this show even existed, but it was such a great show as a kid. Okay, name it, Jess. It was Disney's number one, first, I should say first, number one animated hit series.
0: Was it, okay, was it still on when I was alive? Because I wasn't alive during uh, this time.
3: Okay, so it's it it actually premiered in 1985. The reason we're talking about Throwback Thursday today was uh, this week would have been the uh, finale. The series finale would have aired today or this week back in 1991. Ran for six years. That show was what, Jess? I don't know. It was ready. The Gummy Bears. Do you remember gummy bears? Wait, where? I thought I had the gummy bears. I didn't song up watch here.
0: this. Me, you didn't watch didn't, gummy. You're, no. probably, you're probably wait. You're probably
3: probably a smidge. A smidge too young. Gummy
0: bears? Like the candy?
3: You don't even know what the show is? No. Google it really quick and see if you know these characters. Okay. Oh Sometimes I hate the generational gap between you and I. I friggin' love the gummy bears. Aww. Back in 1985, uh, they, Disney Channel debuted two different shows. It was Adventures with the Gummy Bears and The Wuzzles. So The Wuzzles lasted 13 episodes. Gummy Bears went on to be the first success, lasted six seasons, and then paved the way for DuckTales okay. and okay. Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Okay.
0: Okay, you got you got me there.
3: But without them, without the the adventures of the gummy bears, we would not have had those classics. That's cool. This really doesn't ring a bell for you.
0: Gummy bears, here and there and everywhere. <laughs> no, but
3: that sounds phenomenal. It's so '80s, right? Yeah, I, I love it. Uh, Kristens in, in Baltimore, you love the gummy bears.
1: Oh my gosh! Yes, I started singing the theme song. Yes, yes. Oh, that's so gummy cute. Bears. Gummy bears, nothing's better than every. How would,
3: okay? So you know, Jess is like a little too young for gummy bears. Like, how would you describe that show to her? Because I can't really even quite remember what the plot was about.
1: Um, it was. Uh, it was like their adventures. It wasn't Robin Hood per se, oh. but it was okay. Their Renaissance adventures. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of Robin Hood-esque. like like cute. looking. They yeah. look super cute. I love it. Yeah. I
2: couldn't tell you but much remember- more than that.
1: No. And I remember the princess because kind of like the snork. Do you
3: remember the snorks? Yes,
1: snorks, yes. Um, there was, like, the the, the token um, female character. The gummy bears also had, like, the token female character. Yes, yeah, um, of so course. funny.
3: was so, funny. Yeah. so um, fun, So fun to be. I totally yeah. forgot about that show, and I'm so glad we could bring it back today. And thank you for reminiscing with us. Cause I'm glad there's someone oh, else that remembers the gummy bears. Yes, yeah,
1: thank you, guys.
3: Can you imagine looking into the eyes of somebody that had assaulted you? Because it is a really weird feeling. And I know that some of you guys have probably been in that situation before. Yeah. It's probably actually more common... Than i realize yeah um but this this week was it was a first for me um this is Mix 1065 it's Kramer and Jess welcome to the show
0: so about 5 months ago kramer was assaulted and robbed um in downtown baltimore and pretty much has been dealing with it daily since whether you know medically going to doctor's appointments and figuring stuff out health-wise, and obviously, I'm sure as you can imagine, legally, um, things are not over overnight, and that that process actually just kind of begun this week.
3: It was so weird because I kind of forgot about the legal side. I mean, at this point, and this is no, no exaggeration, I've been to over 65 doctor visits in the last five months, which is like crazy, but I think I got so caught up.
0: In that part.
3: In the brain injury part of it, that I kind of forgot there was still this whole legal side that had to happen. So this week was supposed to be the first court case. And if you were listening on Tuesday's show, I'd said that they basically, all I knew was, hey, here's a Zoom link, pop in. And talk when you're supposed to talk, and that was the only direction that I was given, right? Mm-hmm. So that's exactly yeah. what I did, y'all. I, I put on a, <laughs> I had my sweatpants on the bottom, but I had a, a button shirt and a, a blazer on top, and I, I sat down and popped the laptop open, and it was, uh, it was a really weird experience because until this week, I only had names, right? I only had names of people that had actually been a part of this assault. Yeah, I had not actually seen anyone and again the whole law process I'm not too familiar with so I didn't really know what to expect I think that what I sat through this week though was basically there was a whole bunch of people that were I will, I'll consider like a cattle call of criminals that I think would happen where they were offered plea deals by the state to say hey do you want to accept this or do you want to go to court right here's, here's the punishment you can take or you can go to court right Well, something had happened with the people that assaulted me and they couldn't actually get it together at the time. So they actually had to push the court case until March now, which is really frustrating because there's there's so much anxiety going into this whole situation. Like for weeks now, I've had a date and I'm like, okay, if I can just like get through today, then like.
0: And that's what sucks. Unfortunately, (sighs) I feel like that is also a common thing that takes place with situations like these. Right. Like the ups and downs of the canceling and this and that, you know, doesn't make it easier.
3: I can't tell you though how scary it was to and I'm thankful to have, you know, been behind a a camera in a Zoom session. But for the very first time I saw the people that assaulted me. And that was
0: really hard. Did you did they do anything to protect you or like it was you that had to not have your camera on?
3: I don't know because, honestly, I didn't say anything. I just turned, again, the, the state's attorney's office was terrible at letting me know what was going to happen. Yeah. So, I did, so I just, you
0: didn't even know that was happening. Nope.
3: I, I, I literally logged into the Zoom.
0: That's unfortunate. I
3: didn't even type my real name in because I was Obviously. like. I don't even want to put that out there. I never turned my camera on. That was never asking any questions. Um, I was just, I had to watch them basically bring these guys in from from jail, right? Mm-hmm. And you can imagine they're all handcuffed up and it was like just what you would see in a scary movie or something. And then sit there and it it was so freaky because while they're looking at a camera, like I'm on the other end looking into the eyes of
0: them. Of
3: them mm-hmm. And like so many feelings came up from that. Like so many feelings will come up where you're just like, uh, there were parts where I was just so angry because this has been such a terrible five months of my life and like for what
0: yeah
3: and then there was a like these are these are young guys right Mm -hmm. like these are young guys and like there was a part when you see them and you're like these are kids Mm -hmm. in a sense Mm -hmm. you know like they're 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 of legal age but like they're they're still so So young. young yeah To be going through this, where the side of empathy comes up as well. Um, It's conflicting. It's hard, man. This whole process sucks. Like, it just, there's just nothing, there's been nothing fun about this. Between the health stuff and the court stuff, it's just, it's been really, really hard.
0: So, as of right now, you are waiting for your next
3: date? In March, it was rescheduled for March. Okay. A couple of weeks from now. And the state's attorney's office has reached out to me since then. Okay. But I don't have, I haven't heard back from, we're playing phone tag right now to try to get some clarity of like what exactly is supposed to be happening. But Mm -hmm. I'll just say this process, it just sucks. Is there anybody listening right now that's in a relationship with someone that has a child's palate? Like. (gasps) (laughs) Like, your, your partner's...
0: You did not need to do our guy like that. That was...
3: I your partner's wouldn't... taste buds haven't, haven't evolved since age seven. Wow. <laughs> this segment's going to be for you, okay? Just... That was no, it's, it's, it's a cute story. It's, it's mixed 106.5. It's Kramer, and it's Jess. In case you don't know this guy, I want to introduce him to you. This is our producer, Stone. He's a Towson graduate. He's born and raised in Maryland, uh, 25 years old, and according to Instagram... Has a brand new girlfriend.
0: Yeah, he does. How about that?
3: Yeah. Now officially right. for me, yeah. Instagram official. Yeah, hard launch yesterday. Oh Jess my goodness. Was melting down this morning.
0: I said to Stone, I was like, if if I don't, if you are not getting a hard launch like this. <laughs> You don't want it. He like set this the bar high. This man went on the internet and said, World, this is my lover. <laughs> and like I'm talking like we're not like skip the whole, like, oh, whose shoe is that? Right. Whose whose finger is that in your insta story?
3: Most like, of a soft launch. And in case you don't know launch. what soft launch means, that like basically where you
0: You're secretly leaving clues that there is a potential person in your life. Yes. And you basically show everything except their actual face correct? or you like literally cover their face and I saw this and I was like that's what I'm talking about like yes. that is what I'm talking about respect that girl
3: please describe how Stone our, our producer okay Announced to the world on his Instagram okay. that he has a new girlfriend.
0: This is via Stone's Instagram at Stone If you would like to stalk our new producer, he posted this 16 hours ago with a selfie of him and his beautiful girlfriend Rachel with the caption that says, Hello everyone. This is my amazing <laughs> girlfriend Rachel. And he also has the the Doja Cat song, Agora Hills, <laughs> when she's like Wait, I'm just going to play. I just got to, like, okay, hang on, yeah, hang yeah. on. Because, literally, it was the song for me. Okay. When I heard the song, I was like, Stone, you better. But it was just funny. I...
3: Yeah. He's showing her off. So, I don't think I've seen anyone uh, talk- since since middle school make a proclamation of, yes. this is my girlfriend. Maybe it's like you, you start introducing them in pictures or whatever. But Stone, literally, our producer said... This is my girlfriend world, you should know. Yeah. Is there a reason why you were so specific with it?
4: Not really. I just, uh, you know, we had her on the podcast yeah. yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, the Uncensored Podcast. Yeah. And I just was feeling some love and I, I wanted to post
3: her. He was, he's feeling high off this, right? Yeah. He's yeah. feeling high off this, this, new, this young love. How long have you guys been together now? Four months. Four months. Now, so we do have this thing called the Kramer and Jess Uncensored Podcast, which is back now after a little hiatus. How would you describe the Uncensored Podcast for those that don't know what
2: it is?
0: The Uncensored Podcast is like the close friends feature on Instagram, how you are very selective on... What and who? Like who you show everything about yourself to, and that is what our uncensored podcast is like. So yes, not, not for kids, do, by the way.
3: Do not, I'm telling you right now. Don't
0: listen to like. Also, headphones always. Like, just, you know what I'm saying? It's
3: we. It's a completely uncensored show. Yeah, yeah Especially yeah, yeah. this week's episode can get a little wild. Oh, so, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Prepare yourself. Yeah. But yesterday we we decided we wanted to meet Stone's new girlfriend that he's obviously so excited about, and she was um. There's one part of their relationship that I know is is a concern for her, and I know there's people listening – it could be you that can completely relate to this. Here's a, a clip from our Uncensored podcast talking to Stone's girlfriend Rachel. Let's just like get into like the things you don't like about Stone. I'm sure there's things you really But see- any
1: pet peeves? Yeah. Uh he already he already knows this, but his his palate isn't fully developed. Isn't fully there.
0: <laughs> Wait, can you be can you ex- can you explain what that means? It's like what is this kid eating? Like he's like a chicken nuggets and fries. <laughs> oh
3: <my laughs> oh. Like a child. He has a child's no, diet. That's not
2: true. No. A child's diet.
1: Stone.
3: <laughs> he'll be
1: he'll be nice. Like, he will still go anywhere I want to go and find something, but it's, like, he's ordering, like, I don't know. Teriyaki chicken. Yeah, like cheese and meat. That's it. The
0: teriyaki chicken with the California roll box. Yeah, we've gone to Mexican
1: a couple times, and it's just the most basic thing.
0: He's getting the nachos. Actually, chicken quesadillas.
3: (laughs) Thank
4: you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's getting the chicken nacho appetizer for (laughs) himself.
3: Stone stone strikes me as a a mild salsa kind of guy. Is that? Even if that. (laughs)
0: You too, sir, so don't get all crazy over there.
3: All right. So that's from our uncensored podcast, Kramer and Jess Uncensored over on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. There was one question at the end that I think made things really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm.
5: Was, she, was
3: she upset about the question I asked at the end? Obviously? I just think
4: she was so shocked by it. Because yeah. I texted her, she wasn't upset at all. She was just like, did not
3: expect that curveball.
4: Yeah, because yeah,
0: it's not a end. it's not a normal, like appropriate <laughs> thing for a stranger to ask you. So I can understand why she reacted that way.
3: If you've never heard her uncensored, podcast before just with earphones or just not around the little ears kramer and jess uncensored on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast very cute though
1: call from mom answer it call silenced
2: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game
1: In the, city.
2: the Baltimore
1: Top
4: 3, three. with Jess. No. Number
0: three. If your phone doesn't have reception like mine, this is why. AT&T's network went down for many of its customers across the U.S. this morning, leaving customers unable to place calls, text, or access the Internet. Verizon and T-Mobile customers also reported some network issues. More than 44,000 AT&T customers have reported outages. Um, reports fell a bit into the 5 a.m. hour. They bounced back around 7 and have continued to surge. AT&T has been responding to customer complaints online but have not yet actually acknowledged a network outage. There have also been about a 1,000 outages reported by both Verizon and T-Mobile customers.
3: Does this kind of stuff make you feel kind of... Vulnerable when it happens.
0: Oh yeah! Like we all just
3: expect that every day we're gonna wake up and have access to GPS, GPS, cell. That's phone, my thing. Texting, I'm, calling, internet.
0: I'm screwed if I can't access my GPS. And
3: like when the cell service goes down. Mm-hmm. It just freaks me out a little bit. because so I was
0: wondering this morning, remember when you tried to send me that video and it like wasn't downloading, yeah, yeah. I didn't even like realize what was going on. So if
3: your cell phone's being weird this morning, it's not just you. Number two.
0: Congratulations to Thomas Humphreys of Nottingham who just won Ravens seats for 20 years. Yo. Six Maryland lottery players were in the running to win um, club level seating at Ravens home games for the next two decades and Humphreys was selected yesterday at the Ravens ceremony in Owings Mills. But don't worry, there were no losers here. All six finalists won ten thousand dollars and it's the fifteenth consecutive year the Ravens and lottery have teamed up to offer scratch off tickets and second chance prizes.
3: I mean that's a hell of a price. So what would you okay let's let's put a dollar amount on Ravens tickets for twenty years. Would you rather have that or would you rather have a hundred thousand dollars cash? A
0: hundred thousand dollars, but that's just cause I'm, <laughs> You're broke.
3: I'm I'm broke. I think all of us right we're now. We're like,
0: bro, we need money. <laughs>
3: like, like five years ago we'd be like, obviously Ravens tickets when our rent was, you know, like like eight hundred dollars a month. Now we're like <laughs> yeah. help, help.
2: Number one.
0: So how much should you spend on your sweetheart for your first Valentine's Day? Would you say $16,000 is a little excessive because that's what Travis Kelsey just spent on Taylor Swift? That included the following, $7,000 on roses, almost $2,000 on a black leather Dior beret, uh, a fifteen hundred dollar emerald green Bottega Veneta medium. I, I don't. I don't if even. You don't even know it's expensive. I, okay. I can't pronounce it. It was a bag. Um, an eleven hundred wide brimmed straw hat from Celine. It's either Triumph <laughs> or Triumphi. I don't know. And a, her, a lot of expensive stuff. And a Hermes. How do you say it again?
3: Hermes. Her, her May, her
0: Y'all know. I, her- I go to Walmart, so I can't pronounce that. <laughs> but it's a scarf, and it was $1,300. Hermes. It's
3: Hermes, Hermes, right? yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Travis just arrived in Sydney yesterday to join Taylor on the Eras tour. Okay,
3: let me ask a, a females a question here, because like for example, our our producer Stone, he's twenty five. He just had his first Valentine's Day with his oh, girlfriend yes, Rachel,
4: right? And yes. like,
0: how much did you end up spending on everything?
3: It was like total, probably 200 200 bucks. And I told
0: my That's guy, so hey, much hey, money, hey, hey. it is a
4: lot. Like, like I know. chill. Can
0: you list it? Can you list out what you got her?
4: Uh, I got her Capitals tickets. Mm -hmm. We went to the aquarium, which is 50 bucks each. Yeah. Yeah, it's expensive. And then there's, like, food, and there's just, like, little trinket, like, candies.
3: It all adds up. It's
0: a lot. It's a lot lot of money, So,
3: question to to ladies. Honestly, is it better? Because my fear is, just my fear, even, like, with Travis Kelsey's story. Is the first Valentine's Day supposed to be the biggest, or... Is that setting the bar for what's going to come next? Does that make sense, Jess? Like, in your mind, would yeah. you rather have a huge first Valentine's Day and then kind of, like, get smaller as you go? Or do you expect them to get bigger every year?
0: I expect them to get smaller. smaller. I do think the first should be, like, show up, show out. Yeah. And then after that, like, it can just be, like, keeping it cute. And I'm cool with that.
3: So, Stone spends 200 bucks, Travis Kelsey $1,600. Next year. Next year.
0: Cook,
3: cook a meal at home. Yeah. A little Blue Apron meal or something.
4: But
0: what do you want to do for her next year, Stone?
3: I-
4: I don't, I don't know. I, I'm so. I'm just thinking about summer right now. I'm not thinking about next February. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow.
0: Yeah. This is Jess, and that's your top three.
1: Do you feel a little crazy doing it?
2: It's about to go down. Perfect. We want to know everything. Dish. Oh, oh, It's Talk Me Out of It, please.
0: With Kramer and Jess. Mix
4: 106.5.
3: Okay, we've got Anonymous on the voice disguiser. Anonymous, okay, give us this crazy idea, and we'll tell you to go for it, and we'll talk you out of it.
5: I'm wondering if I should lie to my boyfriend's parents about being a mom. Why would you have to? Why would you have to lie to them about that? <laughs> um, now I'm divorced, so it's you know dating's a new thing again. So my boyfriend, we've only been dating about two months. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow we're supposed to leave on a trip to Virginia. I was really about um, meeting my boyfriend's parents, and he said, you know, hey my parents kind of judge single moms a little harshly they've kind of been that way with his brother's ex i guess before she was divorced um and he he just said would you just not mention it that you're you know that you're a mom his justification kind of made sense he's like i want them to know you for you i want them to see you up together but at one point he even said like if they if it directly came up, I would want you to, you know, lie about it. I just don't. Want, I'm not ready for them to know.
3: And how, how did that? How did that feel?
5: It it feels awful because I I like him, and it's hard dating as it is as yeah. a mom. But yeah. my my daughter is my most important thing in life. Like,
0: Obviously, that's I what I don't like
5: her, you know.
0: Yeah, I don't like when he's like, I want them to know you for you. Your daughter is that's a part of you.
5: She's me, yeah. Yeah,
0: so I I think that's weird to say.
3: First off, is is he even wanting to do mm. I'm guessing he doesn't have kids, right?
5: No, he doesn't have kids. I don't think he really understands like the gravity. Right. Yeah.
3: I mean, damn. All right. Well, listen, I don't, you know, I don't have kids. Uh, I am I'm a, you know, I'm in this dating world too. But I don't have kids, but I don't know if that's normal or not to be honest with you. Like I don't know. Like I I kind of get it, but I kind of don't. Uh let's let's get some phone calls going 410-583-1065. So anonymous has a boyfriend and you're supposed to meet her uh, his parents this weekend and he's saying, "Hey, listen, just do me a favor and let's just not mention or if it comes up, let's just deny the fact that you have children because his parents have been sensitive to that topic or not uh, not accepting of that i guess is that
5: Mm
3: -hmm. uh, with with his brother before okay so do we tell her to go for that should she lie basically about being a mom uh single moms specifically too we'd love to hear from you 410-583-1065 jess
0: I think this is a major red flag and I want to talk you out of it and possibly talk you out of this relationship as like intense as that sounds. It sounds like he's not ready. I know this is super specific, but it's giving like 25 year old Mark from season one of Love is Blind where he's like, I'm ready, I'm ready, let's get married, yes, 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 and then fast forward to, no fool, you still were not ready at all for this huge, insane commitment to be with someone that was, like, 10 years older than you, and, like, you wanted to have kids, so for me, it's like, for him, especially, like, here you're coming out of a marriage, you have a child, you have a different level of experience than him, I just don't know if he can handle that, and if he's ready to be on board with you, honestly.
5: Yeah, like, he's a couple years younger than me, but I do truly feel like he's ready. I just think for him... He wants his parents to like me first. And for some reason, you know, he's convinced himself that this is the way to do that. Okay.
3: Okay. Let me play devil's advocate. Uh, I don't, I can't think of many, like, meet the parent situations where they're like, do you have kids? So if it is just, let's not broach this topic.
0: Like, let's not bring it up if it's not, if it's not necessary. If it's not necessary,
3: let's just not bring it up this time. And, like, I, I don't, I don't foresee it would come up anyway, I again. I don't. I don't date with kids, so it's a little bit harder. Four ten five eight three one zero six five. Do we tell her to go for that or talk her out of it?
0: This is Jonah on four from Severna Park. What's up, Jonah?
3: Good morning. Oh, sorry, Jonah. There you go. Hi. Hi. What do you think? Do we tell her to go for this or talk her out of it? Talk her out of it. Why? Because if she has a kid, the, the,
1: why
4: had the child that she had a kid in the first place and? You should just tell him, like, hey, I have a kid,
1: and you should, like, like, you like me or not or not, like.
3: I feel like that's kind of, like, where her fear is, though, is, like, if if his parents aren't accepting of this. Yeah. Is that going to, like, ruin it? before it even gets started you know it's like, just a big, a thing? It's such
0: a big piece it's just a big piece of her and who she is that i just i just think that's the craziest thing to keep from somebody
3: 410-583-1065 uh Marin from middle river hi good morning hey hi uh, so you know her boyfriend is asking her not to mention the fact that she's a single mom to his family do we tell her to go for that or do we do we talk her out of it
1: I never tell anybody I'm dating. I have kids until, like, four months in.
3: Ooh. Why four months?
1: Yeah, that's kind of a long time to
0: wait to share the personal information, right? Like, I share them with my ex.
1: We have, like, a 50-50 split in our custody, so I'm not a full-time mom anyway. So I just feel like when you're a single mom, I mean, you probably wouldn't understand anyway. It's like... It's not really my whole world, and you wouldn't share your whole life with someone like right when you meet that meet them anyway. That I think that's weird. So, I I wouldn't do it. I would just like brush it off and just like go with the flow. You know. But but what
0: is it? What is it that makes you withhold that information of being a single parent?
1: Yeah, I want them to get to know me and like not be like judged based on the fact that I have kids. You know.
3: So you, you feel like I, I, when you meet people, and this obviously, you know, you were saying in dating you do this, but, like, you feel like you're, you're instantly getting judged, so you'd rather just not say anything for a while.
1: Yeah, they don't get to know all my business immediately. they got to earn that, you know? I would just, like, skirt around it, like, avoid the subject.
3: Okay. Okay. So for you, that, that's, that seems completely normal.
1: Yeah, okay. it's not a big deal. You know, you got to rope in your man first, you
3: know? Okay, all right. Uh, thank you for calling us today. appreciate it.
1: Yeah, of course.
3: Do you think Anonymous should, should lie about being a mom?
0: This is Danielle on 5 from Crofton. What's up, Danielle? Hey,
1: how's it going? We're good. Uh, I I was a single mom, and I know what you've been through. Mm-hmm. I was there, and there was no way I would lie about having kids. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if he cares about you and sees a future with you he would embrace that you do have a two-year-old and you wouldn't need to hide it uh-huh. and i don't really see what the point is of lying to his parents ahead of time because they're going to find out if you stay stay together yes that's true.
3: well that's i mean that's i'll be I'm. i'll be honest i'm a little surprised though with how many single moms are calling in saying that they either she either thinks that, they, that she should lie or that they too lie about being a mom at times. Did you ever find yourself in that time period where you felt like you needed to be dishonest about it? Because it seems to kind of nope. be somewhat no, familiar I, today.
1: I mean, I dated for, I had to, I'm, it, I'm remarried now, mm-hmm. but it took a long time to find my now husband. Yeah, And never once, for any of the guys that I went out on dates with, was I deceptive about it. I, it's part of my life. It's my day-to-day. I think they are a part of me. And when you, I, when I you were? I were, used to fall in love with me and then change your mind when I
0: tell you I have kids. A hundred percent. And when you were a single mom, when was it like on the very first date that you told them you had kids or like was it is it was it in your bio on dating apps? Like how soon did you share that information?
1: Up front, out, out the gate. Okay. Like mm-hmm. you need to know because my life is is busy. Yeah. I'm not going to be there at the drop of a hat when you say randomly on a Tuesday, I need to, I want to hang out. Yeah. So, you want my time, you plan ahead. And this is
3: why. Yo, I get it. It makes sense. And I'm glad you called with that. To yeah. me. Thank you. 410 583 1065. Let's talk to Courtney in Bel Air. Hi, Courtney. Hi. You know, her boyfriend's asking her to lie about, well, either omit or lie about having kids when they meet his family this weekend. Do we tell her to go for that or do we talk her out of that?
1: We talk her out.
3: Of it. And why?
1: Because, I, like all the other callers, I am a single mom. I've been a single mom for 13 years. I have never hid my daughter from anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a part of me. She's the biggest part of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of her. I'm proud mm-hmm. of it. You know, I've, I've done a pretty good job. So, um, you know, if she's lying to his family because they're judgmental of single moms, I mean, that's just one more thing to judge judge her on. Because oh, lying, she's going to be dude. found out. Uh, it's and true. Lying. See, now you're a dishonest single
0: mom. It's true. And like the, the crappy part about that is even if her, even if their son were to be like, I was the one who told her to lie to you, they would still blame her. That's
1: true. It's like not, no
0: matter what. Start. Yeah. But
3: honestly, Absolutely. Courtney, if a guy had come to you though, and like you were excited about him and he's like, listen, for our sake, I just think it's best that you don't mention that you're a mom, would you have taken that into account? It, again, you're not lying to the guy, but like you're just you know kind of just shifting some facts around for his parents. No. No, never.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. No. All right. I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able
3: to poker face it. Okay. Well, it's good to hear this and thank you for calling. I mean, anonymous, it seems. I mean, there's obviously a lot of opinions here. Um uh what what do you think you want to do after hearing all
5: of this? I, I mean I I get what everyone's saying it's not like I'm just blindly you know going for it but I just the way we are together the way he takes care of me the way he talks about the future like I mm-hmm. I, I want to see it through and you know he's just so he's just so different than my ex and I I I just feel like I'm not ready to just throw it away yet but you so you you think you
3: you you would be able to in worst case scenario you would be you think you'd be, even be able to lie about that?
5: About, I think I have to find a way to just not talk about it. Okay, I can't I can't do the lie. Okay,
0: just just think about it because I just because remember too it's like once you once you say those words then who knows how you're going to feel the entire weekend.
3: Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. And that
0: might, that might make you feel really uncomfortable. So just take some time to think about it. Right. Uh,
3: yeah. I don't know if, you, if you've heard our segment before, uh, but typically we invite people to come back on to tell us kind of the outcome of these situations. Uh, with that, would you be interested in doing that? Yeah. We, uh, we, yeah. Typically, we typically do it Mondays at about eight 25. And the, the, with this, like, I don't know, you obviously know your real name or your phone number or anything. So we have to like, rely on you to call us back. So, are you willing to like commit to doing that unlike this last week where we still have no idea what happened to the situation? Yeah, I can call back.
5: Hey, thanks for listening.
1: Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily.
3: And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars.
1: Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And
2: check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.